Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. So speaking of uh, our royal king, Newsome. His royal yeah, nu- majesty. Nuisance Newsome, as I like to call him personally. He has come out with a line of brand new laws here. and I, I to get read you- some of them, but... I want, prob- I want to get your reaction I would have been too depressed to read all of them, but I'll let you go ahead. Let okay. us have it. So they they off, are pretty uh, depressing. I'm going to start off with some easy ones here, and then we'll get into the more serious ones here shortly. So we have four new state holidays now. The Lunar New Year, the... Genocide Remembrance Day on April 24th, Juneteenth, and Native American Wait, Day oh, on September so 27th. Genocide Remembrance Day, I take it that's this belief that we committed genocide against Native Americans? That's is that, correct, yeah. That is simply not true. Don't get me wrong. Our country doesn't have a lot to brag about in the way they handled Native Americans, but there was no systematic act. Genocide suggested somebody systematically sat down and said, we're going to wipe everybody out. There's a claim that Columbus did that. That is simply not true. It is true that Columbus's people brought over diseases from Europe. Mm-hmm. And that wiped a lot of them out. But Brendan, there's so much historical revision. But look, we did not treat the Native Americans very well as a country. That part is true. But as always, sometimes you hear these extreme things and the truth is found somewhere in between. I completely understand. Along with these other things too, like Juneteenth becoming a holiday, Santee School District has already viewed it as a holiday as well a couple of years ago. So this is just a way for the whole state itself, not just specific spots to go along with all these uh, different holidays. Personally, I do take these holidays sort of seriously here, whether it be Veterans Day. I actually do celebrate all our- Oh, you mean you take valid holidays that were created for valid reasons. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Honoring Veterans, Memorial Day. Yes, exactly. President's Day, it's like, it meant more when it was Washington's birthday. I was going to say, I was going to say, I wish Washington- President's Day, oh, every president now, Biden, Carter, that's like giving every president a trophy. Every Everybody that's ever been president gets a participation trophy. That's what President's Day Whether good or bad. Whether good or bad. But when they were honoring a couple of good presidents, Washington and Lincoln, it was very meaningful. So moving on to another law, jaywalking is no longer a crime. Oh, I heard that one. Yeah. Uh, So this is just a nitpick. I don't mind if jaywalking is not a crime, but still, look left and right. Stop doing this. I'm the pedestrian, so I get the right of way no matter what. Look right or left first before you start crossing any Well, and yesterday I was driving around a lot. And I was in the rain and I was telling my wife at home, there were four different times where people were just jaywalking. Now, when I want to see somebody who's jaywalking thrown in jail... No. No. So if they don't want to make that a crime, that's fine. But then if somebody who's driving along and somebody runs in front of their car, okay, the guy driving the car should be careful too. But there's a little bit of culpability on both sides if they're not using a crosswalk. Somebody hits somebody and kills them or even just hits them and gets sued. Their life has changed the rest of their lives. But still, okay. Do I want to see a jaywalker in jail? No. But neither do I want to see parents who go to PTA meetings (laughs) and say they have a right to talk about their kids' education put on our terrorist watch list. Yeah. So let's have a little perspective about what we're calling a crime and what we're not calling a crime. Uh, exactly. And uh, for those of you driving now with pedestrians in the way, I'm going to say now it's time to uh, invest into a dash cam now at this point. Because <laughs> oh, trust me, they're going to quickly come at you and say it's oh, your and fault. Some people may want to jump in front of a car so that they can throw a lawsuit on the person and be set for life. I right. mean, people do these devious things. Right. Let's go on to the next one. Rap lyrics and other artistic works cannot be used as evidence in criminal proceedings. This one 
kind of surprises me. A oh, bit. so like if there's a song rapping about killing cops, then you can't mention that if yeah, if somebody no actually killed a cop. Uh, there's two examples on the top of my head, uh, and again we go to rap lyrics too. There's a rapper named Bobby Schmurda and another rapper by the name of I'm trying to remember something Nelly. I think it's M W N Nelly who had rap songs where they actually bragged about the people that they killed and they actually use those lyrics as a way of saying oh they're confessing to killing these people because they were under criminal investigation when they were making these songs. So the idea was that the person doing the rap song really did do this killing and exactly. brag about it? Exactly. And they were actually thrown in jail for it. Uh, one of them is in a life sentence. The other one is in jail for it. Have they since confessed whether they really did it or not? Or did they try to get they, out of it and say, well, we were just artistically playing I would, around? I, I think for both of them, they've confessed and they even use the songs as evidence. Okay. As and so now confessions. we're saying that they can't use... So in other words, you can't use a confession as evidence if you put it to music or Something like it. that, right? Yeah. yeah. And, so what and, happens if you do it to Rod and Hammerstein melody. Can you be arrested for that? Is <laughs> I, it just rap music that we're protecting? I shot him. No, of course not. <laughs> but uh, now, I will say this, because we have to be careful. If, on the other hand, somebody went out and killed somebody because some rap person was rapping about killing a cop, which is horrible, it's horrible, but if they were just doing that to make a point and they really didn't do it and somebody else listened and did it, that gets back to the free speech we were talking correct. about last week. I don't believe the artist is culpable. I believe the person that did it is... No, they actually did these activities here then they actually are convicted of this crime but not anymore apparently the other wording is other artistic work that is very of a vague term and we've talked about this multiple times about laws having vague terms yeah so, other artistic that right. can mean in this guy can put it in a poem or he can write it in a diary and he can say oh i was actually going to use that as a book so therefore it's an artistic work. yeah so what if somebody it. in a diary is just venting and then somebody finds it out Yep, And, and you then, know, there's a lot of scary things going on on the internet. Speaking of this thing, I heard just the other day that there's a new computer program that all you have to do is speak into it and it can completely mimic your voice. Can you imagine somebody taking some well-known voice in radio or even just some friend who's posted something, some blog on the internet, totally. and they want to frame them? They could have them in their own voice it's a, it's, confessing it or trying to, who knows, hit on a minor or whatever would be an offense. This is pretty pretty dangerous. I think we're going to have to soon pass a law that says we can't use anything that comes from a computer as evidence. We have to have a physical human eyewitness. Otherwise, it can't be a crime. That's our technology getting away from us. I'm telling you, it's shocking how much technology has actually hurt humanity sometimes in a long run, too. And I'm not one of those people who have the belief system, oh, AI is going to take over the world and blah, blah, blah. Well, it may not be as bad as the Terminator, but it is getting pretty interesting what's happening. AI will always have the limitations of any human being because human beings can only program so far with AI. Perhaps, but somebody exploiting and programming AI could use that to frame somebody. That concerns me. So that wouldn't be the AI itself as the culprit, but a programmer and an exploiter. Right. Well, going back to your in-person kind of example, that's kind of difficult because there's still so many crimes that happen on the cybernet itself. I mean, I I use the term cybernet, so it's so silly, but uh, it's true. I mean, we have so many things that get leaked, classified documents in the government that will get often leaked so many times. I, I understand that. I suppose if something got leaked 
and that brought it to their attention, that's fine. But they've got to find the hard copy. They've got to find the actual documents. And that's why we need to back things up. Because it may have been valid at one time to say, okay, this person was on this property and their cam picked them up. And there may have been a time where that was great evidence. But now that they can manipulate their voice and with CGI, they can manipulate and draw the person. There's no limit to what they can do. It's getting very precarious. Very true. Very true. Moving on to uh, one last one because we're running, we're running close to Oh, time, we haven't even gotten into too many of Newsom's laws, have we? I know, I know. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm trying to get there as uh, <laughs> best as I can. My audience is um, waiting for the bad news here, bro. <laughs> you you want to do one bad news one? Okay. Well, we, we might as well get it one. over with. Yeah. Let's do, uh, let's do the Safer Streets for All Act law. Have you heard about this one? Here? No, but okay. I don't like the smell of it already. It's, uh, it's a loitering law. It repeals loitering offenses that advocates that they say they targeted LGBTQ plus people and people of color. And then it says here that critics have argued that this law actually makes it harder for authorities to help prevent vulnerable people from being sex trafficked. And then Newsom had a follow-up to help defend his signing of this bill, saying, to be clear, this bill does not legalize prostitution. It simply revokes provisions of the law that led to disproportionate harassment of women and transgender adults. Black and Latino women are particularly affected by this. I still feel as if I'm not safe with this whole thing because, again, sex trafficking has been a huge issue, especially here in California, or for us here in San Diego, because we're so near the border. And we have had so many different stories every single year, someone getting kidnapped somewhere and being sex trafficked down in Mexico. Well, also, and I'd have to take a look at the law more specifically, you talk about broad terminology. Loitering is a very broad term. I know there's a lot of issues these days, and this has been going on in LA, where people are camping right on the doorsteps of businesses. In some cases, there's people just living like pigs and defecating, Mm -hmm. and the city won't do anything about it, and these people are having to leave their businesses. So when they say no street loitering, does that mean that somebody can get out on the street right in front of somebody's front lawn and pitch a tent if they want? I don't know. Maybe they're talking about prostitution as the reason for the bill, but what kind of vague language are they using that somebody could go and apply somewhere? Okay, And that's just a question because I haven't seen the bill, but that kind of language at least raises that question Uh, to me. Based on what you're saying, I think private property is still protected, but this whole public... Public street. Yeah, public street But it gets weird, though, because technically, even in the suburbs, you don't own that sidewalk. Even if someone wants to park in front of your house, you don't own that. So what if somebody wants to just go and harass somebody that lives there and they're loitering on the streets and yelling and screaming? There should be some kind of recourse. And and, uh, by the way, funny that you mentioned LA. LA and of course San Francisco have already accepted this as a city ordinance before it was a state law. Oh, they're probably doing cartwheels. Giving themselves high fives. Oh, we thought of it. Yeah, and I'm like, well, of course you thought of it. You two (laughs) cities have been the most polluted cities ever, especially when it comes to homelessness and how disgusting everything is in your infrastructure over there. So, I mean, we've read stories about how there was defecation all over the street sidewalks and everything. But you know what? The powers that be love it because the people that can't stand this leave, which means that's less people that are going to not vote them back into office because anybody that's tolerating this insanity is probably going to vote to put these people back in power again. Right, right. Well, unfortunately, we did run out of time, but I will save some more of these state laws coming up next time I come Yes, there's some that I heard about that limit free speech that concern me even more. But oh, we I'm going to get about, to those. I'm going to get to okay, those. Okay, and, and we talked about free speech last week too, but yeah. we'll, it'll always be a recurring theme. <laughs> okay, well, Brendan, great having you on as always. He's my top-notch, excellent producer. We will see you next week. In the meantime, this is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious. The Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. 
visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob. 